Hey, good morning, everyone. I think we're up and running. Uh, give us a shout out in the chat if uh, if the stream's working. Looks like it's uh, doing good. A few of you guys jumping on now, which is uh, which is excellent. Which is excellent. Um, good to see everybody. Uh, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Jason Witten here with you guys. If you haven't met me before, give us a shout out in the chat. Say good morning. Um, all right, there we go. The chats are coming through now, which is awesome. Looks like the old uh, lives in YouTube and Facebook are all warming up. So great to see you guys here. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Simon. Trina, how are you, mate? Alison, Debbie, Margaret, Zafar, Heath, Nathan, uh, Facebook user there. I think someone might be in the mentoring group, one of the private groups. Good morning to you. Heather. Hey, good morning, Heather. I'm going to give you a call in a minute, Heather. I need to talk to you. <laughs> Hope you're awesome. Hope you guys are awesome and well uh, on the 11th of August. So close. So quick this year's gone. It's almost Christmas, team. Christmas gang. Unbelievable. Uh, like I said before, Jason Witten's my name. If you haven't met me before, um, give us a shout out in the chat. Tell us that you're new in the, in the feed here. Uh, just so you know, um, I've been doing this for over a couple of years now. Every morning, get together with a few crazy crew, talk about property investing, a few tips, a few uh, techniques, a few strategies. And I've been property investing over 20 years, done a few deals, and each morning share a little bit of the wisdom to try and dispel the fear and ignorance that is out there in the world of investing. Sadly, very sadly, there's a lot of information available, but not too much knowledge, to be uh, to be honest. So uh, every morning, I get together with a crazy crew, and we try and crack the code um, about making sure you do it right, you do it well, you do it safe uh, as a property investor. So I call it Wealth Coffee Chats. So yeah, welcome along. Um, I want to talk about asset protection today. And I hear this, uh, this conversation happening quite often uh, in, out in the marketplace, uh, sadly, in the world of property, it's quite confusing, and uh, unfortunately, there are a few uh, people out there who are uh, uh, use the asset protection, the fear of uh, getting sued, as a way to leverage you into setting up structures and um, uh, incurring costs uh, for things that potentially, uh, well, in reality. Nine times out of ten uh, are probably uh, unrequired for where you're at. Now, um, good morning to Roscoe. Good morning, brother. Got to speak to you too, Kevin, Chris, Justin, Arnie, Teresa. Great to see you guys there. Teresa's a newbie. Hey, awesome to have you here, Teresa. Uh, welcome along. Uh, any questions? Chuck them in the chat, gang. I'll see if I can get to them at the end um, after we have a bit of a bit of a yarn about asset protection. So, what are we trying to protect? Tell me in the chat, um, just quickly as we're rolling along, what are you guys trying to protect here? You hear the words asset protection, and what are you worried about? Like, you know, um, what's the what's the number one or number two things that you're concerned about when it comes to um, this asset protection concept? Because I've spoken to a lot of people, and they're often uncertain or unsure or not really not really understanding. Uh, what this asset protection stuff is all about. How can you protect yourself as an investor 
uh, certainly around real estate, certainly around property, is an important conversation. For most of us sitting here right now, if you are PAYG, you have a job and you work for someone else, and I nothing wrong with that, by the way, I'm a massive fan uh, of these things, then this conversation this morning, this conversation is going to um, be for 99% of someone who's got a job and they work for someone else, okay? The next part of, uh, the, next part of the conversation, I'll do, a, I'll do a, a, a part two of Asset Protection Conversation Team, will be uh, aimed for business owners who take other risks, the directors uh, and other risks associated with investing, uh, and we can, we'll talk about that. So part one today is predominantly for predominantly for someone in the PAYG or a small business with not not a lot of moving parts. If you've got a business that you sell, you know, clothing on eBay or there's only you and one other person or something like that, this is for you, okay, with when it comes to asset protection because we want to protect ourselves. A few people said, you know, protection of your principal place of residence and yourself, that's cool. Um um, you know, and I'm sure you don't like people say, oh, if you don't have asset protection and you get sued, you lose everything. Uh, that's actually a crock of rubbish and shit, team gang. Um, and what happens is that uh, well-meaning but ill-informed professionals want you to set up things like companies and trusts. Okay, so uh, Mark just asked a question there. Uh, does having a company structure under your business protect your personal assets if something goes wrong? The answer, Mark, is no. No, it doesn't. Uh, And this is the big lie, team. Okay, Um, but uh, let me sort of break it down. I'm going to do it in two parts. And Mark, for you potentially, the next part, so part B, we're going to do this tomorrow, is much more appropriate if you're a business owner. So we're going to do PAYG today, uh, or very small business. This is for you. Number one thing, team. What is the absolute number one thing? We're not talking companies and trust structures today. If you are a PAYG and you have a company trust structure, they usually do it like this, a company and a trust structure. Um, And they say, all right, put your assets in there because it's asset protection, all right? Um, uh, That's not true at all, okay? If you break the law, if something goes wrong with your property, if you've got a property here and you're the landlord and something goes wrong with that property and you didn't put fire alarms in, um, you know, you didn't maintain the property properly, whatever, that doesn't protect you from getting sued and losing that property, okay? Um, You you can join it all. Everyone can see through everything these days, gang. Um, What it may do is slow some things down, but at what cost and at what likelihood will this occur? Because here's what I do know. I've been helping property investors in property investing over 20 years now, and I can count on one hand, I have two, two out of over 7,000 clients that I have. Now, maybe some of them haven't told me. Two out of 7,000 clients who probably own between 14 and 20,000 properties because they're all multiple property owners, I've got two instances of a tenant suing uh, 
the owner for some, something that went wrong. Two out of, call it, let's be conservative, 14,000 properties, okay? The likelihood is really low, okay? Now, um, and even if something goes wrong uh, in there, if you didn't put the fire alarms in when you should have as a, as a landlord and the house burns down, you're at fault. You broke the law. You didn't do what you meant to do. So none of this will, will help you, no, nothing. Asset protection is for you accidents and things that you couldn't control or um, you didn't know was going to occur. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. So companies and trust structures, you own a property in the company and trust structure. Number one, it costs you between two and $5,000 to set up. Two and $5,000 to set up. It costs you between two and $3,000 every year to do the taxes, right? And then the depreciation is trapped in the company and trust structure. So you as a PAYG earner, your income cannot offset any of the taxes that you earn as PAYG. You can't offset it against any of the losses, paper losses in the trust or the company. Ludicrous, stupid, ridiculous. You're a PAYG. You have no way of getting an income into the company or trust to offset any of those losses, right? It makes me cranky that professionals who say they know what they're talking about set these up for people in property investing and cause massive expenses when it's unrequired, unrequired um, uh, as, as they go along, right? And... When you get over here, you know, you try and borrow at the bank and you get 80% if you're lucky. They don't like companies and trusts for high leverage, 90% lending. You, it costs you thousands of dollars to run each year. You can't get that appreciation. And then what happens? All right, um, you struggle to own and keep the property. I'm not a fan of these um, without, without a lot of consideration, gang. Okay, so... Just so, just to be really clear <laughs> in there. So let's get to the point of asset protection for you as a property investor. Number one thing, what's the most important thing for you as a property investor for asset protection uh, when it comes to uh, property is getting the right insurance. Team gang, insurance, that's its job. That's its job. Its job is to protect from accidents. Its job is to protect you from things that go wrong, okay? There's a number of good insurers out there um, and a lot of them got tested, got tested in the, um, in the corona and uh, the corona um, pandemic and are still being tested now. Put a chat into the mentoring group because there's two or three that have stood the test in the last two years, and there is many that have fallen off um, when it comes to loss of rent, uh, damages, uh, tenants, and all that sort of stuff. 95%, 95% of any accidents or problems or challenges that you don't expect are going to be dealt with by insurance, gang. Okay? Absolutely. Alison nailed it. Insurance is vital. Okay? Number two. There are three things that can help you with asset protection if you need to 
when it comes to being a property investor, PAYG, owning those properties in your own name is most effective and you want to protect yourself, okay? What's the other one? What's the other one um, when we have a look at the, the, the challenge here? All right, your property manager team. If you get a good property manager, they will vet the clients properly. They will use the right, right tools. They will um, uh, manage the relationship. They will chase up the late rents. They will maintain the property properly. That protects you from the challenges of things going wrong with a bit of real estate. You get a lazy or incompetent property manager or inexperienced, they put in the wrong tenant, the wrong tenant, and you'll you'll hate the experience, okay? Oh, there we go. Alison and Mitchell have nailed all three. The property manager team, gang, you've got to get a great property manager. They take the challenge out of owning the property and... Um, allow you to have a little bit more uh, uh, mind space and uh, less stress, okay? And the sec- uh, the third or the last one, asset protection, uh, buffer slash positive cash flow. Team, gang, know your numbers, know your money. Know that you've got money set aside if something goes wrong because I can tell you after doing this for 20 years, the reason people lose money or end up having some problems with their real estate portfolio is they have a portfolio that cannot sustain itself. And these are the things I can tell you. 99.9% of the problems that I've ever seen my clients have a challenge with, they lose a job, they get a divorce, I'm telling you, there's the two, lose a job and their income's not as good anymore, they get a divorce uh, and by default, the money or the properties that were set up that were relying on their income or their buffers weren't there now have a problem and the properties start to have uh, a detrimental financial effect and now it blows everything else up, Okay. Do your numbers, get insurance, get an awesome property manager. Buffer in place, positive cash flow, and uh, obviously the other three qualities that I talk about all the time, gang, is the quality of the property, the quality of the tenant, um, and the quality of the location. If you put that on the inside of this asset protection, if you think about it in that way, right, if you think about it in that way, you go uh, that put the three Qs in here, the quality property, the quality location, and the quality tenant, you put those three on the inside and those three on the outside, asset protection will be as good as you can get it for PAYG small business. And how much does it cost for you to get this asset protection in comparison to the other one? There's no structures, there's no complications, It's straightforward and normal. It gives you the ability to borrow and continue to invest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right? So part one, that was part A. Tick. 
Give us a shout out in the chat if you've got any questions. But that's it, gang. For me, for most of you guys in the PAYG space or a small business that's uncomplicated with low to no risk, you know, you, you don't have you don't have machines that you're leasing, you don't have um, rental that you're on the hook for, you don't have all these other risks or challenges, then this is very appropriate, very normal, and very useful to do it this way, okay? Part two tomorrow, part two tomorrow, I'll do a quick business one for business owners. We'll do some asset protection conversations tomorrow. Now, that could be... Um, Quite interesting because asset protection in the world of companies and trust structures uh, can get a bit complicated, but I'll try and break it down, make it simple. Um, well, there you go. All right, gang, well, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Hopefully, you guys are awesome and well. And uh, wherever you are, uh, stay safe, stay sensible, and uh, keep your eye on the prize. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Buy well, never sell. That's what we say around here. All right, gang. You're awesome. Great to hang out with you. Take care. Bye for now. Have a good day.